This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Hey, show, do you have a relationship? Do you want to have a good relationship with the people that you love and the relationships that you have? We have a gentleman today who's been quite literally all around the world. And he's going to be talking to us today about relationships and how he helps people improve their relationships with each other. But first, I got to talk to Nathan. How are you? Good afternoon, Kevin. Doing great. Nice to have a little bit of precipitation today. I was going to say that, but in a whole different light. Why is it raining? (laughs) Well, you know, we're in the Pacific Northwest. We got to have rain. It's, It's a stereotype for us. I know, and it's going to make everything, keep everything green. And you know what we can be really thankful for mm-hmm. is that, have you seen what's happening on the East Coast? Oh, man. It reminds me of about, you know, two, three years ago, about around this time over here. Yeah, I'm hopeful that we can make it through the entire summer without having what ha- is happening there. If you're not aware of it, what's going on there is the air quality in the East Coast is some of the worst in the world right now because of the mm-hmm. fires that are going on in Canada. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> I remember being here, and it's the same thing in our case a few years ago. Just translate that over there. You know, just smoke haze everywhere. You can only see like one mile. It's not fog. It's all smoke. And uh, yeah, those N95s were not used just for, you know, uh, illness reasons. They were used for breathing as clean air as you possibly could exactly and and they and they're canceling baseball games that's un-american i say uh, i actually remember when that happened over here we still played our baseball games but they moved them yeah so in any event we've got a great show for you today and uh, we didn't have a chance to double check to make sure that we got his last name right so so we're going to have a contest you and I and to make sure <laughs> that we get Andre's last name right I'm going to say is Paradis and, and my you're guess going to was say, Paradis and then let's, let's <laughs> and ask here Andre. to be the judge of this competition is he himself <laughs> drum roll Oh, it is actually pronounced Paradis. Paradis. Ooh, like yeah. a French almost. Ah, uh, but I am André Paradis. So <laughs> in, in French, the last anything after the last vowel is silent. So oh. There's no S, there's no ES, there's no EZ, there's no ENT. It's the last syllable, last vowel, I mean. So it's André Paradis. And there Very he cool. is himself, André Paradis. <laughs> indeed, indeed, and I'm glad that you're here, sir. Because you know we've got we've got an audience that's full of you know I don't know people, and they all have relationships, and and sometimes the relationships don't work very well and stuff like that. And and but first, before we go there, I'm going to uh, read and talk to you about your bio a little bit, okay. because you spent a great deal of time being a um, a dancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you danced with, uh, let's see, Paula Abdul, and uh, you did music videos with Michael Jackson and Prince. Um, what what were those experiences like for you? Oh wow! Like how do you explain? It's 
It was it was the cherry on the Sunday of my career. It was working my way from Quebec City, Canada, in a snowbank, and working my way across the United States to Los Angeles, and to live my dream to be a professional. That's all I want to do is dance. It was something that made me happy. Uh, I was a sad kid, so I started dancing when I was a teen, and it saved my life. So I took that, just sticking to what kept saving my life, kept wanting to make keep keep me alive, literally. And uh, stubbornly, that's all I wanted to do. And I was good at it. I had a, a, a knack and a, a talent for it and it took me all the way to the top. And it's pretty satisfying, I want to tell you. It's pretty satisfying from, from <laughs> a snowbank in Quebec City. Now, yeah. did you end up having a relationship with any of these people? Or were you a background dancer? Or how did all that work? Well, we got to, I got to meet them, you know, and talk to Michael and shake his hand and stuff like this. But we're not friends. <laughs> right. Did did he have a glove on when you shook his hand? No. No glove, no makeup, nothing. Oh, wow. So yeah. you got to see the real guy. Yeah, yeah. Very handsome in person and um, different than stage, stage stage look. Very, very different. Yeah, and, uh, of course, he was a, an extraordinarily talented dancer as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He felt everything. He felt everything. Like in the world of you know, entertainment, dancers, singers, actors the, the the ability to connect like to feel the music the movement is the magic and so not everybody has that even people who dance don't necessarily have that uh he had it he definitely had it oh that's cool so you've had you've and then you've also traveled the world and but there came a point in time for you that you decided and i think you describe it kind of as a, a phase phase three of your career which was, well, phase two was you opened an auto body shop, which right. <laughs> I got to tell you, that's the <laughs> difference there. You know, you were a dancer and, and you were on, on stage and, and you um, even did some stripping and you did a bunch of stuff. And then, yep. then you opened an auto body. How, uh -huh. how did that happen? <laughs> good question. Well, I, I have three brothers and the, one of the good things that came out of my childhood is we're all car, car guys. And my, my dad owned the chain of, of breaking muffler shops cars 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 it was like i remember being five years old with a screwdriver on their car just poking like that's that was part of our world we used to go to every see every year in september when the new car would come out you know in the car dealerships we would go around all the boys my dad and the, the three the four boys would go around all the car dealerships to check out the new models the new designs the new engines the new it was, it was just you know cars so I'm a car freak, I'm a car collector, I'm a car maniac. And so that was always something I did. In Los Angeles, the old cars are everywhere still, less now than back then. And so it was a no-brainer for me. You have to also know when I was 16, I had to get a car to travel to school and I ended up restoring my own car over the last summer. So I did it by myself, but I, I, I was apprenticing in the body shop where I, where I was living. The man taught me everything and then fixed my own car. And so I had that in me already. So it was a very, not a big stretch for me to just go, you know, if I want to be grounded, because I, I was married and we started ha having a family, I didn't want to travel the world anymore. So the body shop was a way to keep me in Los Angeles on the ground to be present for my family, fixing cars, restoring cars. Why not? This natural, it was already in me. You know what I mean? I had it already. So. All right, and, that, and that was a success. Oh, it was crazy success so quickly. I barely got to miss, you know, dancing like I used to. Like it was 
lightning. Oh, that's that's really cool. And then phase yeah. three, yes, where you decided that you were going to work to change your life and develop, uh, and you launched Project Equinox. Tell us sure. about Project Equinox. Well, so Project Equinox came out of so part of how God the phase three happened. I was always a curious person. My brain wants to know everything. I'm just like this. I want to know everything. If you if you know something in depth, I want to know what you know. Like it's, I'm, a, I'm a, I looked like a musician, but I, I'm a, a researcher, a geek. I love I love data, and I want to know everything. I'm curious about everything. The human condition first, and I research and study all that. That was part of my training. But I've been in personal development since I was 23 years old. So that's part of my pace of life, always researching and learning and, and workshops, workshops. And so at two, in 2006, I'm in San Jose, California, which is Northern California. I'm in a business workshop because I'm trying to raise the ceiling of the production of the body shop at the time, right? I'm just, I'm learning. I'm, I'm in a three-day workshop, you know, to learn to raise the profits. On the flight back to Los Angeles, I'm sitting with a couple that I met in the workshop randomly in the same row i thought <laughs> i don't believe in that anymore but <laughs> she says to me she goes what do you do next weekend and i go i'm i'm free next weekend i'm i'm, I'm off she's like do you want to come to a workshop it's on me i'm like well yeah okay because <laughs> that's my default and again those could be expensive so a workshop it's on me of course and then i said wait wait what what what's the workshop and she says it's called understanding women Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and my first thought was, oh, God, really? Like, I would spend, you know, the weekend in a workshop understanding women. Again, without arrogance here, um, I had an ease with relationships and women. I had an ease. And I thought it was me, by the way. I couldn't have explained it to you then, but I thought I had something because I always attracted sweet women like my wife. I've always attracted sweet women. So I didn't do the madness that my friend did. The crazy, like I didn't do that. So I thought <clears throat> I knew something, of, though I couldn't explain it. So understanding women, I remember thinking, well, what are you going to teach me? Like, I, I got this. Seriously. You can, not, you can teach them. Well, you know, at the time, like, there's something I, I that's working for me. Like, I don't need help here, right? So anyway, so I went because I said I would, thinking it was going to be cute. And when I, I, I walked into the workshop, it's a huge uh, room in one of the hotels by the airport. Uh, there was 400 people in there. And I remember the vibe, I'm like, oh, wait, this is not gonna be cute. There's something going on here that's, huh. And sure enough, at the end of the workshop, my brain is all over the wall. Like, my brain exploded. I, 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 I realized I knew nothing, nothing, nothing about women, <laughs> which was, which was, mind-boggling but what really scared me and triggered me is that i realized i knew nothing about my wife now at the time we have a like a, a two kids one's a toddler right we're doing fine i'm not looking for this information but i realized like i don't know anything about my wife and some of the stuff that i learned in that workshop about how women take things personally and if they don't know you know, if they don't quite know what's happening, they'll make a meaning about it, which is never great. It's always the worst meaning ever possible. So, and then that, so <laughs> when I realized that on uh, like the biggest one throughout, because there were seven moments in that workshop where I slipped off my chair, like I slipped off my chair. 
Like it was, <laughs> I could not believe, you know. And they would have us check. It was very clever. They would put they would put a woman between every man. So uh, every every now and then through the workshop, they go just so you think as a teacher in the front, right? The, the the workshop leader would say, well, as a woman, would say, just so you don't know, I'm crazy. We'll take a minute and you check with the girl next to you. And I get <laughs> there was a 19 year old next to me, and I go. What? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, how is that possible? She goes, well, that's how we are. And I'm like, but it's insane. She goes, yeah, sometimes we feel crazy. Like it was amazing, right? It was good. So what I realized what I didn't know, and I realized one of the big one was that not only women take things personally, and there's a good reason for this. It's not because they're crazy. It's not because of anything, right? It's just sort of a a cave woman operating system. It's it's an instinctual thing. It's it's an evolutionary evolutionary thing that happened. For them to constantly feel or be aware of their safety so they they when things don't make sense right that hurts their feelings when things don't make sense like they take it personally and they make some meaning out of it so what was really messing me up that the, the big one that messed me up the most out of the seven slipped out of my chair was that to a woman when you or i a male hurt their feelings because we said something or didn't say something or did something and didn't do something because you don't have to do it for it to hurt them, by the way. You just, if you, you know, if she gets her hair done, you don't notice, you don't say anything, you just hurt her feelings, but you didn't do anything. You didn't say anything. Like, so really? it's, it's a really, really crazy little edge that we don't understand at all, but they're aware of. So I heard her feelings because I said something or I didn't say something or I did something or I didn't do something. I have no idea. <laughs> right now she's hurt. And it's funny because to her, it's so obvious what I should have said or done or shouldn't have said or done. The other women in the room understand exactly how she feels They agree with her. It's so obvious what kind of an idiot I am <laughs> in this moment that I'm completely blind to. So to a woman, normally it's obvious that, you know, it's that not, this is not what you should do, whatever. So it's so obvious that they assume that we actually know that we're doing it because it's so obvious to them. Oh, that is so wrong. Right? Do you know what I mean? So that's what happens to them. It's not like now again, I have no idea what's happening. Exactly. I just didn't say something, or right? So it's so obvious that you don't say that, do that. And so if you did it, you obviously know what you're doing. So then the conclusion is that I'm doing it on a purpose. What in the hell? Right? <laughs> Now, that was very disturbing to me because I'm thinking like how many times do I hurt my woman's feeling, my wife's feelings, I have no idea, and she thinks I'm doing it on purpose. I mean, how long can she hang in there before she starts hating me? Because she exactly. thinks I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> like, that's insane, right? But I mean, like, not my intention. Do you, as a man, do you ever have an intention of hurting your guy, your, your wife or your girlfriend ever? Like, do you have, ever, it's, it's never an intention. It happens because we all operate differently. Or against you didn't say what you said, right? But it's never the intention, but it often for them occurs as on purpose. I remember well, you know, thinking, go ahead. Oh, I know. I was just going to say, because um, if we are on StreamYard, so we are also going live on video. Yep. So if you happen to be watching Andre live on video, I got to tell you, he's not hard to look at. He's... No. Very, very, very handsome, and he's the type. He's the type of guy when he was younger, before he got married and settled down, that he could draw a crowd, and most of them would be women at the time. 
Um, so he was, he is very gifted at that. And so if you don't know, and you were around women a lot, a if lot. you don't know how they behave, then we would never, then a guy like me that, that, that maybe occasionally would run into somebody that I would want to date or whatever, but we would never understand it. It wouldn't yeah. make any sense yeah. to us. And that's typically what's happening. So for me, what happened now, I understand I have five, four siblings, there's five of us in my family. And my, all my brothers and sisters are married, divorced two, three times. It's, it's madness, right? I have my angel. I have my baby girl. I have my wife. I have my, like I have the dream. I have my right. Now to think that I may be messing this up because I don't know what I'm doing, or right? Like for me, like I said, my researcher brain, my want to know everything brain, to think that I could compromise and become a statistic, marriage statistic because I didn't know, unthinkable. And that's how it started. Like I went nuts. So I took the, the entire company's curriculum, all their workshops into relationship men and women dynamic. Um, I became a, an assistant all the workshops live to integrate the work more, like to be assisting all weekend and relive all the information because it constantly is, um, it, it compounds. And then it became a workshop leader and that's how it started. So within, there was 2006 and then Project Equinox was born in 2009. As I continue my research and work, with other masters, I stand on the shoulders of five masters in the work of, in the, in the, in the work of relationship. Dr. John Gray, Mars and Venus, Shanti Felhan in the South, Love and Respect, uh, Esther Perel, who's a French therapist in New York City, is now famous at the time she wasn't. Uh, Dr. Pat Allen in Los Angeles, uh, family child, um, marriage therapist for 43 years when I was with her. Like, you know, private coaching with her, private training with her for three and a half years. And then uh, Alison Armstrong, which was the lady who led the first workshop I talked about earlier. So these are masters in anthropology, communication, um, chemistry, science. Dr. 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 John Grace, his entire thing for the past 10 years is all about the chemistry of our bodies that creates the, 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 re, the, the behavior of men and women that are different, right? We're chemically different. Yeah. Testosterone, estrogen. So all that. And communication, which is the big derailment in couples with everyone, even at work and you know, family members. So I have this cocktail of like different angles that all relate to building healthy quality relationships. So that was the work that I did, like just because the more I knew, the more I wanted, and it was layers and layers and layers, and these masters are incredible. So that's my that's a cocktail of information that I collected in 2009 Project Equinox started. I still had the auto body at the time. So I started coaching people in my office. It was ridiculous. Like I would, <laughs> clients would come in to fix their car fix. And there, there's something about me that people sort of feel comfortable with. And they spill their guts on me. That's always been, but that got worse, <laughs> I guess I want to say. <laughs> so I would like literally, like, my employees actually knew at one point that if the office door was closed, I mean, don't come in, somebody's crying. <laughs> <laughs> It was a while. So the business really started in my office and my other business, and then it kept expanding. And um, and eventually, it both were so growing that I had to make a choice. And um, I actually sold the body shop uh, that was super successful in order to do this full time because that was so, you know, I think you know this, I officiate weddings as well. So some of my yes. clients, after doing the work, I actually married them myself. I just came back from Texas three weeks ago, do a wedding for clients. And six weeks prior, I was in Vegas. And it's like, this is my life. This is like, <laughs> this is, 
the ultimate gift, you know, to help people to get them in a healthy, on a healthy track in a relationship, whether they couldn't get a relationship or couldn't sustain a relationship or were in trouble in their marriage. But to, at the end of somebody who, you know, in a culture, because what's in a culture makes it very difficult nowadays. We talk about this next, but um, people who couldn't do this and at the end to be the guy saying, do you take this man? I mean, how do you beat that? You can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, and, and absolutely. And so, you, you know, you've kind of been on a, a path and on a mission for really your entire adult life. And one thing has led to the other. But I wanted to ask you, and by the way, um, Nathan, I think we're going to take a break a little bit early because uh, you're sensing that we can do better with uh, Andre's um, sound and his microphone and stuff. So why don't we take a quick break and you guys can work out the, the okay. uh, equipment stuff. And then we'll be right back because I want to ask you, after that first seminar, when you went home to your wife, and yep. I'm sure that you said, now this is what I heard and this is what they said. Is any of this true? I want your answer when we come back. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio right here on KKNW. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project, which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we will lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's create something great. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and today we are talking to a, a, a great man. He's he's a relationship coach. His name is Andre Paradis. I think, is that right? I hope. That was right. <laughs> oh, very good. And, um, and, you have had quite the experience in your life. Have you ever sat down and said to yourself, my goodness, I've done a lot of stuff. 
only when people introduce me, like I just go, wow, we that's we talk, oh, okay, because <laughs> like it's, like it's been just a journey. So yeah, only when people introduce me from yeah. Uh, so so when so when you came through that um, that seminar, and you fell out of your chair seven times, yep. and then you went home to your your wife. Did you did you yep. question her about some of the things that you found out during that seminar, and what were what was her answer? Well, get this. I walk in the house and she said, "Is I was white as a sheet." <laughs> I, I, I was I was upset. I didn't realize I was that upset, but I was actually disturbed by what I actually learned. I was really disturbed. Like I know nothing about my wife. Like like this is so dangerous. I was upset. I was, like, and so I I remember share with her a couple of things, and again, <laughs> God. I, I, I remember thinking, I said it right to her face. I'm like, you know, can you believe that women get their feelings hurt all the time? Right? Like, because I never, even even that's how I put together even my dynamic with her, the fact that I, because I never have intentions, never had intention of hurting her feelings, right? I actually thought that even though it was supposed to be an ob obvious thing that I was really not really a guy doing that very much to her, even though I don't even know how that happened. So I was like, can you believe that? Like, apparently, you know, we heard your feelings all the time. We as in men. And she's like, remember she was looking at me with a big eye. She's like, um, yeah. Um, and she's so, she's so sweet. She goes, she didn't say you hurt my feelings all the time. She says, yeah, um, I get my feelings hurt all the time. And that was another kick in the head for me. Like, there's another one from the workshop. Like, I do it at, to her as well, to, you know, to a point, but I saw in her eyes, like, this is not cute. And once in a while, like, you constantly freaking hurt my feelings. Like, wow, that was, that was devastating for me. That was devastating. Well, especially when you are deeply in love with someone. Yeah. And you don't want to hurt their feelings ever. 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 And, and you're doing things inadvertently that you have no idea that you're actually doing and it's hurting them. Uh, you, but who is, so I gotta, I gotta ask you in the work that you've done, yeah. whose fault is that? Is it, is, are the women too sensitive or are the men not sensitive enough? Is it a combination of the two? It's, 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 it's men and women. We're different machines. We operate differently, you know, through, through anthropology and evolution, we learn different, different ways of operating to survive. We come to, like women need men for safety and protection, and men need women to, you know, um, have their offsprings and continue the species. At the same time, nurture that the, the, the offspring so we can continue, and the DNA gets passed on. Right? It's all survival based, but they're two different machines completely. So, in that, where we focus on what's interesting to us, what 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 motivates each one of us is completely different. And in that we constantly miss the boat because we know we're different, but we don't realize how different we are. And in that is where, when we hurt each other. So it's really just two different machines. You know, I often, if I'm a, guy, a car guy, I'd say I'll compare it to like a gas engine as opposed to a diesel engine. They're both engines, but they're completely fueled by a different type of fuel. Estrogen, testosterone, two different fuels that affects the behavior of the brain that is soaked into completely differently. And that's men and women. So we're not the same. 
we're not the same. We don't operate the same. We don't, we're not attached to the same things. We don't speak and listen the same way, by the way. This is another layer. We do not speak and listen the same way. It sounds insane because, you know, we're looking at each other. I speak English. You understand the words. We think we're communicating, and you wouldn't believe how much we're not communicating because we don't listen and speak the same way. We constantly mess each other up like this, not knowing that's part of the work that I teach because it's doesn't even seem possible, but you watch people collide and get mad and fight constantly. And how many times have you said this in your life to a woman? That's not what I meant. <laughs> I don't what, know what you're talking about. Right? Well, how'd you get there? That's not what I said. Yes, it is. It's the way you said it. I could tell, right? Like so that would like so that's a huge deal. So it's it's based in like, you know, anthropology and I call it the caveman, cave woman operating system that we think we're beyond because we're educated and evolved and, you know, socialized, we're still operating as male, female animals. And that is, a, that is complete two different machines. So the good news, by the way, is that it's not that we're very, very different, but we're made to fit together, right? We're different in every way, but we're complementary to each other, which, you know, which means, again, Men need women, women need men in the ways that each of us uh, is lacking the other, the other side, in a nutshell. So it's just, it's just human beings. Exactly. Is that, is that, now, is that the same concept? Because when I was younger, I discovered this. <clears throat> there were like uh, eight guys in a room, mm -hmm. and there was a girl in the room, and mm -hmm. she was talking and stuff, and then another girl comes into the room. And so they're, they're both, they're sitting there talking for a while and stuff. And then one of the girls gets up and leaves mm -hmm. and the other girl says, did you hear what she said and what she did? And, and none of the guys were caught on to any of it. We were totally oblivious that there was even a, a problem between the two of them. Yep. Is that kind of the same concept? Well, it's, it's a little bit, if I, if I get what you're saying, they're, they're, Women, it's funny because we, we talk about the men are uh, competitive, right? Men are competitive by nature. Like you and I are going to figure out who's, you know, is the biggest dog, you know, if we get in the same space competing for something similar, right? In an office, in a business, we're competitive. Sure. Even in life, we kind of check each other out. But we tend oh, yeah. to, we tend to, um, as soon as we finish checking each other out to see if you're a good guy, bad guy, you know, or against me or a problem, a danger to me, if you're not, we tend to team up really quickly and naturally. So men compete, but they compete often in teams easily. Yeah. Women women compete against each other. <laughs> now that's well, a cave, that's a cave woman response, right? Because a, a a woman a woman safety in the world. And let's say a woman has a boyfriend, a husband, right? that he's her safety in the world, right? He's a provider, protect, cherish her, right? Take care of her, right? That kind of stuff. But if another woman can turn his head, her, literally her life, you know, is at stake. So women are very eerie of other women, especially if she's taller, blonder, thinner, prettier, what more of anything that she doesn't have. The antennas are up and the nervous system is, is hypervigilant. And they go up to each other and go, oh, my God, I love your shoes. But we don't want to say, I hope you drop dead right now. Because <laughs> all the guys think you're more attractive to me, right? Depending on your level of confidence. So it's that's what that is, typically. And, and the competition between women, because they're after, I, I, 
used to used to call it like it's it's like a horse race. They're after the biggest, strongest, fastest horse to get them to where they want to go uh, to, and to form a relationship with because that person will be more secure to them. Yep. But sometimes that that person ends up because either they're more attractive, they've got a great sense of humor, they've got they also draw other women who are after the same thing. And that creates a competition, doesn't it? There you go. You got it. Exactly. You know, everybody wants the winner because the winner makes, you know, makes them feel safe. And ultimately what women are looking for, the ultimate gift that a man brings to a woman is a feeling of safety where he will take care. Like the biggest, the biggest compliment and safety for women is where a man saying, will you marry me? You know, he promises in front of his family and friends that he'll take care of you forever. That's what he's saying, right? So it's the ultimate compliment to, to the feminine. The, oh, I'll be safe from here on, right? He, like, it's it's a big announcement. That's why it's so important for women. Um, but yeah, the alpha dog, the man who's capable, is attractive to a lot of women. So, <laughs> like, so these women, you know, if they want that, which is what everybody typically is attracted to, because it's a, a energy to that that's very appealing and, you know, drives to safety um yeah of course they're going to fight for it because and this is like it explains what's out there it's very very primal it's very 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 primal it's not a thought process and it's actually in their dna absolutely it's 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 instinctual oh that's <laughs> so how, what how that means yeah, right, so what that means is no amount of therapy will fix that it's instinctual but does knowledge allow you to understand how you behave and then you cannot you cannot go down that road absolutely absolutely so this is what comes with awareness right with with being um spirited so a very interesting thing i'll say this and it's a little it's not really tricky but it's it's interesting that us as human beings seem to have two different sides of ourselves and i call it the human the human animal and the human spirit. The human animal is the animal in us, the caveman, cavewoman inside of us that's that's always looking for survival, right? The feminine looks for stronger, stronger and bigger to protect her. The, the masculine is trying to you know continue the, the species and need need the 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 nurturing part of that to take care of their offspring. So, you know, human animal is all about survival get some water get some food get some shelter on a daily basis right that's so we and we still are driven by that a lot like the reason why you jump out of your skin when you think you're alone in the house and you run to somebody in the hallways because that's your instinct from eons ago like you know coming upon a bear in the forest <laughs> like <laughs> it's that your whole nervous system jumps that's in our bodies to this day so the human animal inside of us you know it's triggered by uh fear and survival which means like if you have money if you have a relationship if you have a good career and you're healthy the big fours right if you lose one of the four you get thrown to human animal lose your job you go crazy and then life is insecure and you go into fear and has to be fixed like so nothing much good comes out of people in their human animal is what i'm saying the other side is human spirit, which is the side of us that wants to improve the planet, wants to improve society, wants to be happy, right? This is a human spirit side of our 
beings. So we end up we end up going back and forth between human animal, human spirit, human animal spirit. So when you're competitive, let's say a woman gets competitive with a woman, she's in human animal, competing for the man or safety or can make sure that her man doesn't get taken away. She's in literally animal mode, instinct to protect, right? But through human spirit, she could go, look at listen, listen, she's not up to my man. And he, you know, she is blonder, but he doesn't really like blondes and literally have with awareness to understand and catch the reflex of instinct. So absolutely, you could manage it, but you have to be quite awake and aware. And also, um, what's the other word? Uh, it's not spiritual. There's, there's, a, there's a heightened awareness. It's a heightened, you know, um, way of operating. When, when your human, human animal needs are being met, human spirit is possible. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I wanted to ask you, now, we know the, that women are um, nervous of other women because of their, they might be after their guy. But is the reverse also true, that men go after the prettiest, the, the, the strongest, the, the one that, that instinctually, so yeah. that, the women that we use or use, sorry, I mean, um, <laughs> so that the emails can go to Ian, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan <laughs> so, but, but we, cool. we have, a, we get relationships because we want the strongest to, to bear our children. And, and is that also on, on a deeper um, DNA level? It's, yeah, that's instinctual completely. So women are attracted to power and strength in men, right? Resources, that's all power. Again, to survive, that's all it is. A man, to, a man who's capable to take care of her and her offsprings is attractive. Again, power, you know, power, resources, and whatever, whatever resources could be money or food, right? Back in the days, it was the guy that was the best hunter, right? With the, bigger t with the biggest TP, that was attractive, right? Today, it's a, it's, a, you know, it's a car or a big whatever. So that's instinctual. What men instinctively look for in women is youth and fertility. Ah. Period. Not strength. Not strength, right? There's a strength of women to raise children and do all that, but that's not what men are looking for fertility and beauty and youth. Now, is that why, is it the insecurity in men that we will um, get married to somebody that we, that we love and we're married for 20 years, 25 years, and then at one point in time, uh, we see, can we catch the eye of another one who might be 10 or 15 years younger or quote unquote, a new model. And, mm -hmm. uh, and is that, is that the motive behind that? That's, that's the human animal again, right? So when men say stuff like, well, it's, it's, it's too much to ask for monogamy from a male because we're not built that way. Our nature is not to be monogamous is to be polyamorous and spread our seeds. Well, that's an animal. So yeah, you could do that if you want to live like an animal, Human spirit actually have men, you know, create bonds with women, raise their children, you know, stay faithful. And of course, the instinct will go, wow, look at her, right? She's younger, she's hotter, she turns me on. But human spirit will keep you in your lane because you're a committed man raising a family, right? If you choose, now some men choose to, again, let the instinct of their human animal run away. Okay, I get it, but you understand it's two different machines, and you you could actually control one per the other. And so, yes, men are made to spread their seeds. It doesn't mean that you should and completely act like an animal and destroy your relationships in the world around you. Because if you destroy your relationship, you destroy your kids, 
marriage oh, is yes. marriage is throwing kids in front of a bus, a moving bus, right? So, are you really that guy? You really like is, that's worth it? So, I mean, I'm just saying. So again, this which which side do you let win? It's really what it comes down to. But instinct, so, instinct is strong and powerful. You have, you can't deny that. So you decided at that point, and when you started going to these seminars and learning all of these things, that you were going to dedicate your life to working with people and their relationships so that they could live life better from a more spirit-driven angle rather than a, a, a body-driven angle or, a, or an animal-driven angle. So, Absolutely. And you've been doing that for 25 years now? Well, 2009 officially, so it's not quite. It's 15 years, right? Well, that's close enough. <laughs> so, so if if somebody wants to contact you, if they if they really feel the need to talk to you, how do they do that? Can I? So, well, I'll tell you in a different way if you don't mind, because I actually okay. have a I have a gift for you, listeners. Oh, by all cool? means, is that cool? So, I do a lot of podcasting because that's the way of you know my God mission is to put a dent in the cultural belief of what's not working because what's happening out there where we are selling as a cultural tidal wave, I call it, is not helping relationship, it's making it more difficult, if not impossible. So there's a lot of upside downness out there. I don't need to go into it. You see it everywhere. That's not working, but people are confused. They don't know how to do this. So people who listen to podcasts, I, like I said, I do podcasts to spread the mission, spread the word. My mission in life is to change the cultural pace as a God calling. It's not for my business as much as that's the mission. So. I noticed that on podcasts or, or, or shows, there's two types of listeners typically. There are people who listen because they want more information, right? And, or there are people who listen who are looking for ways to take action. Make sense? Yeah. So if, if anybody's curious about what I do or if something resonated, they want to know more about what I do and or how I could help, if you go to my email which is andre coaching the number one at gmail.com that's my actual personal email andre coaching one at gmail.com if in the subject box you write the word irresistible for the one for the people who want more information i have a book a 30-page book that i sell on my website that i'll just as a gift to your listeners it's called the five feminine qualities high value men find absolutely irresistible it's a workbook. It's got notes, right? It's really good. Thirty pages. That's a gift. That's for that's for people who want more information. If people want some ways to take action or stepping or step in or really same thing. Andre Coaching one at Gmail in the in the topic in the in the subject to, uh, box. Just write talk now, and then what I'll do is I'll send them a link for a private one on one call where we'll dig into what's not working in their lives where they find themselves stuck because that's usually when you ask for help because you can't find your way seemingly or the pattern of the same type of person you keep attracting the same guy the same type of guy the same loser right or same with woman right like same woman type like if if if, if relationship is not working out and you watch there's a loop you're stuck so that's in that call that's what we investigate and find out the source of that i'm really good at this in 20 minutes we get there it's cool so that call alone could liberate you from what's wrong with me and then we'll talk about so if there's nothing wrong with you you're just a product of your past and belief system that you build as a child then it's fixable which is the work and then this is how i could help and then basically introduce them whatever 
ABCs they might want to get into for stepping into the work. So those are for the action people. It takes a little courage, apparently, to get on a call. <laughs> like it's, it could be a nerve-wracking, but I'm just this guy, right? This is who I am. It's like There's nothing stressful about it. But like I said, for some people, just that call, whether we work together or not, is um, life-changing, understanding what's wrong with them, and there's nothing wrong with them. It's just... So just to be clear, because somebody was fumbling for a pen and a paper, yes, uh, we really wanted to write that down. So yes. Andre Coaching One at Gmail dot com, sir, and the and to put into the uh, line, irresistible or talk now, irresistible or talk now. Do you got that, guys? Irresistible or talk now. And if you didn't get that, but and or you want to refer this episode to a friend. I highly recommend that you do that. You can do that by going to either Positive Talk Radio on YouTube, and you can see Andre in all his glory. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to positivetalkradio.net and, and view the podcast, and um, you can get in touch with him that way. But it's andrecoaching1 at gmail.com yeah. um, is, is how you get in touch with him. Because, you know, we don't know. My... I, we don't know what we don't know until we know it. And we have no earthly idea how I, because I've gone home before and my wife would be angry with me and I had no earthly idea why, but then I'd say, why are you angry with me? Oh, never mind. If you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Heard that a couple of times. Oh, geez. If I had a dollar for every, because it's so obvious to her. And yeah, and that's anyway part of this connect and the hurt feelings and that that makes oh, yeah. it that makes it really so thank you for that by the way uh that that you're going to give our listeners a, a gift yeah. like that that's that's you you are genuinely um i mean you've been in hollywood and you've done videos and you've been on stage and you've you had a successful business this is really your heart's calling isn't it absolutely it's it's been my entire life getting here as we all do yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a journey. It was like, uh, yeah, and I, I'm not going to explain because it it's too long, but it started out as five years old. This pulling that I had about something big coming that I thought when I was dancing, I was going to be a celebrity. That wasn't it. When I had the body shop, it kind of went numb a little bit because that was not the kind of pull that the, the gut was pulling at. And then when I got to here out of that journey, that was like, oh, there it is. Like this, this is the pull that I've been feeling in my guts. I was five years old. So, yeah. And so when you're, when you're doing this work, mm-hmm. it uplifts you and, and makes, makes you, uh, makes you happier. Like you have no idea. And again, at the end to like officiate a wedding, cherry on the Sunday. And, and that's my life. It's just amazing. It's, I mean, I have everything and this also allows me to change people's life. I mean, I, I'm a blessed man i mean i'm thankful every day and just just in case somebody wasn't listening that you have done weddings and you actually uh flew to texas to do a wedding and flew to vegas to do another wedding Mm -hmm. and of people that you had helped um them conquer their issues and become um a desire to get married and to become one yep yeah, and I, I meet them at the wedding. I, I meet them when we fly there. I never met them. We work on Zoom, and they're all over the place. Oh, so I meet them that weekend for the first. It's, it's really quite something because we have an you know a, a connection and, and a level of intimacy and, and knowing each other deeply from the work. And then I get to come in and marry them. I mean, my God, 
that, that is extraordinary. And yeah. but but at the same time, you know, a lot of that you do it on your own dime, um, right? In and stuff. So that 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 tells me that you are a genuine uh, individual who's really looking out to do the best things for the planet. Yeah, that's that's the God mission, you know. And it's not, hey, you know, if I want to take it all the way, it's it's the the vision is Oprah big. <laughs> like across the nation like you know really teach this stuff that's simple to learn but it's nowhere out there because actually what's out there is pulling away from what works you know we, we're, we're we're living in time where we go against nature and we could go against nature all you want you go against nature in every way you want except there's a price to pay on the other side of that and we're looking look around there's a lot of terrible things happening you know, in relationships, in marriages, in, in society, because when family systems fall apart, society falls apart because the children can't, you know, children from broken families, I'm just going to say this, right? When families fall apart, children aren't able to create healthy bonds with other adults when they grow up, to create healthy families, to create other healthy, you know, children. So when that falls apart, society as a whole falls apart, and this is what's happening. So my, my God mission is to recalibrate this back to nature is what I call it, back to nature, not the 50s. That's not what I'm saying, but it's a modern way to do what works. And my clients come from having given, having thrown away all the traditional values in the name of modern times and freedom. And the ones who come to me are like, help me this isn't working i'm miserable again you know they went against nature for and they want to recalibrate and again i'm not talking to going back to the 50s but if 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 what you think was right isn't working or it's not work for you there's a way that works for you you just have to come and you know you have to go and find out because it's not out there I'm just saying i will even take it one step further mm, and say that what you are by actively pursuing a coach that can help you change the dynamic of your life, you're going to break what I call the seven generation cycle. Amen. Which happens to the, you know, the father, then the, the, the son takes on the same roles. And, and yep. the only way to change it is to actively do it. And then you can break that cycle that might have gone on for longer than more generations than you know about. For sure. No, there's a reality to this. I mean, if we, if we went out that route, you and I'd be talking till tomorrow morning. Like, right? there's a lot to this. Absolutely. And it's profound and it's, and it's real. So, breaking the chain of what's not working, you know, is a big deal. And like I said, and there's plenty of data on this, you know, that men and women, both men and women, live longer, are happier, are more, make more money, are more creative, right? Than all the goodies when they're in healthy, long-term relationships both on both sides so yes. i think it's important because you know even successful people men and women that are successful financially but they can't get their personal lives to work don't feel successful and on some level are unhappy it's that big of a deal your relationships are the highest at highest on this on the on the on the on the scale of what makes you happy it's the first one not your money not your career not your car not your goodies relationships i think it's worth focusing on a little bit uh, <laughs> uh, do you think uh, well yeah because you know at the end of the day 
uh, your card's going to get old. Your job's going to, they're, they're going to say you're too old now for this job. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have a good foundational relationship base of people who love and care for you and you love and care for them, then all of it, all of it's for nothing. All right. What do you have? Nothing. You know, I, I feel terribly sad and it's part of my work. And that's why I'm trying to like sound the alarm. I often sound the alarm of be careful what you buy into, be, be careful what you focused on, be careful because I have too many 45, 50, 55, 60 year old men and women, but more women, I would say, who find themselves childless, you know, relationship, like not no marriage, no children, and feeling alone, abandoned at, at that age because they focus too much on career, on money, and they, they're over-calibrated in production. They literally just thought it was going to happen later. It doesn't happen later very well. Right? Again, it goes against nature because men like you know youth, fertility, and men who are powerful want families. So if you wait too long, right, then you're like you kind of disappear from the radar of men who want traditional values. So like I just want to sound the alarm. Like just you know, forget your mother, forget your schooling, forget your girlfriend who say. You know, you don't need no man. In the end, you know, go go find out women who took this all the way or men that took this all the way and what they regret. Because I think why why risk making a terrible mistake? Go ask the people who have been there and they probably have some interesting thing to say about it. You know. Oh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. By the way, we have been talking with Andre Paradis, and if you go to his website, which is projectequinox.net, you can find out all about him. Um, yep. Go to his email again, and you can get a free gift. It's a 30-page booklet. that It's a workbook that can help guide you through so that you can understand a little bit better about yourself. And go to Andre Coaching one at gmail.com and in the comments section or up above put what again if you want it the book is irresistible book if you want um to speak to me directly or take action maybe uh right speak now you know i could talk to you for hours i know it happens a lot uh, typically <laughs> i do a 30 minute podcast and 60 minutes later because the, <laughs> the the conversation kind of opens channels and like so it's pretty normal. I, I always want to say, sorry, just before that, you know, um, I'm also, if you, I'm on TikTok, you know, YouTube and, and Instagram all over the place. So it's under Project Equinox or my name. So, and if you Google my name, there's uh, an avalanche of podcasts that you can listen to. I had a client just now who signed just before this call, like Lily, <laughs> I had to get off of her to get on your, on your show. And, uh, she talked to me a couple of weeks ago about possibly working with me. And she's like, I've been watching you on podcasts since then. And I've been waiting for you to say the wrong thing for me to go, ha, right. <laughs> ha, that's it. There he is. That's what I, I knew it. And she's like, it didn't happen. So I'm, I mean, so yeah, you can find me everywhere. Is what I'm saying. That's That's, that's really cool. And by the way, will you come back and talk to us again? I'd love to come back and talk to you again. There's a lot of layers here. I mean, there's probably like 600 topics. And variations of the that dance of I call it the dance of relationships. If you look behind me, right, look, it's my wife and I ballroom dancing. This is my entire life, and that dynamic, those the metaphors for this are exactly the same metaphor that apply in relationships. You know, if you could learn to dance in relationships, 
like or in the dance floor like that what it takes to come together the metaphors are fantastic so it's a fun way for me to you know explain and teach this stuff and i want to thank you again andre for being here andre Paradis, and go to his website and i want to thank everybody for being here it's been a great show we're going to be back at three o'clock we're going to have a musical show at three on kixie and be kind to one another because each other's all we've got thank you andre thank you